This is the Indesa Members Memo, a podcast of the National Drug and Alcohol Screening Association. Indesa is 100% member-owned and is your industry voice. This episode of the Indesa Members Memo is sponsored by Orisure Technologies. Orisure offers testing products for drugs of abuse and alcohol. The Intercept Oral Fluid Drug Test is the first and only FDA-cleared oral fluid laboratory-based drug test for the nine most requested drugs of abuse. Intercept is simple to use with an easy collection procedure and a collection time of only five minutes. While being the number one recognized brand in laboratory-based oral fluid testing since 2000, the specimen is collected on-site but is then sent to a lab for testing. Companies get the convenience and immediacy of oral fluid testing, but also solid and defensible lab results. You don't sacrifice the accuracy of reliability of your current testing program. You simply eliminate the need to collect urine. Indesa is proud to have Orisher as our first official sponsor of the Indesa Members Memo podcast. Thank you, Orisher. Check out their website at www.orisher.com. Hello, and welcome to this episode of the Indesa Members Minute. My name is Joe McGuire, and I am the Executive Director of the National Drug and Alcohol Screening Association, and I'm very excited for this week's podcast because today I am interviewing Samantha Brown, my good friend um, who has been in this industry um, together with me, actually before me, but um, with me for a very long time. So um, Sam, welcome. Hi, thank you. Thank you for having me on, Joe. Yeah. I'm, I'm so excited. We've wanted to do this for a long time and um, just try to get our schedules diving. But um, just a little bit about you and I before I ask you to introduce yourself. So um, let me see. I'm trying to think back of how long we it was, how long ago it was when I interviewed you. Um, we are working for Conspire Drug Testing in Colorado Springs. 2012. Oh, wow. Really? Yes, I really thought it, it was the year prior. Oh no, December 2012. Okay, that makes sense. December 2012, because 2013 was when we went to our first conference together. And yes. okay, yeah, that yep. makes sense. Okay, um, and so yeah, I you came in my office. I interviewed you. I was looking for wasn't it the office manager? Compliance you know, manager. I'm not. <laughs> I'm quite sure what, what, what so it was. There was someone already in the position and um, she got the email saying that you were interviewing. So she got upset. Yeah, it all, it all kind of, who knows? Who knows? Yeah. <laughs> you know, but you were, you were relocating and, um, and, and coming into town and I was so excited to find someone who had experience in the field so when you walked in the door you hit the ground running immediately and we were able to really rock and roll and I really uh, have always had a lot of respect for your experience and not just that but the way that you work with customers so we worked together for about um, two years or so and then um, our careers have gone off in other directions, but we always come back to this thing we love, and that's the world of drug and alcohol testing. So, that is correct. Yes. Yeah. So. Wow, well, Joe, I feel like I should have a theme song coming in. Jeez, I know, right? I feel like I should be running on the basketball court, going woo woo. <laughs> 
here she is. Um, <laughs> so I, tell us about <laughs> Sam Brown and oh. tell, tell us about your journey in this field because everybody's got a journey and a path. You never and you never expect to end up loving doing this job, but then it happens. It is, it, that that is absolutely correct. Um, people go, how did you get where you're at? Where you're at?" Um, you know, I, I worked in, I've worked in many different fields. Um, back in 2008-ish, 2009, um, I was actually a manager at a restaurant. I managed a restaurant um, in, in Pueblo, Colorado. And I had some really awesome friends that were up in Wyoming. Um, she was married to a radiologist that had some friends up around the Williston, Montana area. And they got wind that, you know, there was going to be this big boom happening in North Dakota. And my friend calls me and says, Hey, you want to meet me somewhere? And I'm like, oh, um, yeah. <laughs> and you got to think that me and this, me and my friend, we had been um, college roommates uh, back in the 90s. And so we went to the University of Wyoming together. Um, I met her off of a um, roommate wanted in a paper. And to this day, we're still friends. It's, it's kind of crazy how that works. But and in her. That's so cool. Yeah. But back to the industry, it was. Um, I said, yeah, let me, let me fix my schedule and see what I can do. I said, where are we going? She goes, um, meet me in Bismarck. I went, North Dakota? <laughs> and she said, yeah, Bismarck, North Dakota. And I went, okay. At that time, there was like a cheap airfare, Allegiant Air. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I remember um, Allegiant. You know, you know if you got to get somewhere cheap, that's the one you had to go. Yeah, so I exactly. jumped on a Legion Air, worked things out with my family and said, Hey, I'll be, I'll be back in a week. Um, hopped on the Legion Air, met her in Bismarck. Um, she got a car, but it, you know, we, we got in kind of late. So we got a car and I said, where are we going? She goes, we're driving to Williston. And I said, Willis, North Dakota, why? And um, she goes, we're taking a road trip because I got wind that it's going to start booming. Okay. She, so at this time, um, she had a drug and alcohol clinic in Rock Springs, Wyoming. Okay. She had opened a drug and alcohol clinic. She was um, doing lab core, labs, blood work, the whole bit. And um, I said, okay, I get where I get your vibe now. I see what I see where it's going. Um, so we drove from Bismarck and the long way, I might add, <laughs> up through all the oil. And, and you know what? If you never experienced a boom yet through an oil field or an oil town, you need to. Mm. It is electric. Really? It is. Um, I, I don't know how to express it. It is we're driving and there's people and you know big trucks on the road and you drive and there's 
you, you, you go to gas up and you have to wait in line, you know, because there's so many people for these small towns to handle, Mm -hmm. but they're so nice. And you know, what's, what was awesome to see people were working, people were working, Mm -hmm. they were working hard. These guys had grease. They were, I, I, I might add it was, it was, um, like a lot of guys to one girl but you know let's get back to the industry yeah. but, <laughs> um it was a fun time to be it, it was a fun time so we make it up to williston that same day about three o'clock in the afternoon and i specifically remember this she says hey i got an in on this doctor that might talk to us that might have space we waited for two hours in the lobby, two hours until the doctor had time to listen to us. We're about ready to walk out. She goes, I'm going to wait 30 more minutes. Finally, they called us back. I said, you know what? I'm going to let you do this on your own. I'm going to be outside. Mm-hmm. I waited. She comes back and she goes, not only did we get a space to set up, but he's going to, um, he's going to front us. He's, he's going to make it work. So he cleared out his, in, in this medical center, he cleared out his back room that had a restroom. So wow. Wow. <laughs> she hired someone and that didn't work out. Um, so that same night we drove all the way to Fargo going the Minot Fargo way. Oh so we my did gosh. <laughs> We made it into Fargo about three o'clock in the morning, roughly. Um, And then we drove down to Sioux Falls and grabbed a plane and I went home. So fast forward, a month goes by, she hired someone, the lady was was a flake and she said, Sam, I know, I can, I wanna hire you. I want you to go and start my business get it up and running. I promise you can go back home. I'll, I'll fly you back and forth. I'll let you do all this stuff. And at the time I was like, this doesn't sound like a half bad idea, you know, because it was, it was interesting. I knew nothing, my dad, about drug testing. I absolutely zero. Um, I said, we talked it over, talked it over with my family, said, you know what, this is, this is a great opportunity. Mm-hmm. I said, sure. So I go up there and working out of a back room on a card table that he let <laughs> us have internet. We bought a printer, a laptop on a card table with a bathroom. Wow. Uh, so we started out, I, I bet you, and I, I say this story a little bit, mm-hmm. seven, maybe seven clients in a week maybe mm-hmm. to ending up uh, fast forward a couple of years 70 a day wow oh my gosh 70 and a- 70 a day I, and 70 is is was small mm-hmm. and it was it and was rolling all, it was were they all oil and gas or did it end up branching out a, well, up there, a lot was oil and gas, of course. It was, it, it was crazy. It was, and there were more in the, more in the town of Williston, but there was um, 
no living arrangements. It was at first I found a local person to rent a couch. Um, and then I found a small little, um, I stayed in my car a couple of times. I, I, I'm proud to say um, in the summer, of course. And I found a little place in Sydney, which was across the border, which was an hour behind in time. So I used to have to drive the time thing. Yeah, that time was, change crossing the border. It was a time the- change, which was kind of odd. But if anyone knows that whole North Dakota, Williston, Sydney, Minot, Tioga, Stanley, oh, it's just, <laughs> it, I, 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 I get chills because it was, it was awesome. Um, we got calls to go out to the rigs. We, you know, we got on calls. We had, and they're on calls. It was when a company man used to say, call up and say, hey, I got a shutdown. I, I need you here in two hours. Mm-hmm. Literally, we yeah. were pushing it to get there sometimes. Um, and so because it was oil and gas, didn't you end up working with a lot of pipeline? Yes. So we worked with, um, absolutely. We worked with a lot of, uh, PHMSA. Um, we worked with a lot of FMCSA because of a lot of drivers for frac sand and water trucks. Um, a lot of different consortiums. Um, it, it, it was crazy. And then the, the schools I know started testing and different companies were testing. Mm -hmm. Um, when all the people at those restaurants and, and fast food places got wind that it was booming, they left their jobs to go work for the oil field. So you had Walmart, Walmart, who was hiring hiring at $20 an hour at the time was amazing. Wow. Just to keep up with the oil field. So now we have, you know, now into now today, we're going through an employment crunch, right? Because right. of because of COVID, because of the stimulus package, because we can't find anyone, because some most of them can make more money at home with the stimulus package than they can if they go work. Kind of the same thing back in '09 through well, I was only through it through '12. Mm-hmm. Um, it did bomb out, but it, yeah. And it's, and it will come back with a force in some way, shape or form. It It is, it is. I mean, it is because I, I am hearing right now because, and then, so I wanted to tell the story a little bit when I was up there. Um, it's all about, so I didn't know anything. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And everyone's like, how did you the field? And all of a sudden, boom, how did you get from there to there? Yeah. You know, I tell everyone this, I researched, I read, I watched videos, I watched this, I called other companies, you know, asking questions. I reached out to my organization that I belong to, organizations like you now. Um, Back then, we had a couple of organizations um, that we held, held true. And so you reach out to your organizations, and that's where you get that ultimate experience and then you know we had bankers coming in to work for the oil field we have people behind the desk leaving their desk jobs they're like 
well, I guess I'm supposed to do something like fracking. Mm -hmm. I had, I had to explain their job so many times to them how to wow. frack and what it, what, what it was all about. Wow. I got offers every day to go work. Wow. That, that's <laughs> really, that's something else I'll tell you. So, so then you're, you, um, yeah, you were researching, you were learning, you were, you were learning yeah. regs, um, along the way. And then um, since then you've worked for a few different companies and it's just been circumstantial. Like, you know, you had to, for various reasons, move here and there. Um, so you worked in Springs for a while and Pueblo and Canyon city, you've done mobile collections. You've done like, you have, you have covered the state of Colorado in drug and alcohol testing. <laughs> and, I and would say, um, the Western region and, um, everyone says, uh, you know, I would branch out a little bit and I can do, I, I've slowed it down a little bit. Mm -hmm. um, not saying that, um, so let me go back a little bit. So we finally found someone full-time. I went back to Rock Springs. Um, I worked Rock Springs uh, and Rock Springs, Wyoming is a definite unique place also um and rock springs was booming too we had you know the trona the trona patch we had halliburton was huge there you know so it was oil and gas we had a huge though um acid chemical plant mm -hmm. i had to go out to the acid chemical plant um wow. so definitely learned that yes i went back down to uh, pueblo i worked colorado i worked in the medical center um when i worked in colorado springs i was the mroa mm -hmm. and 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 that's a different niche too so i i definitely say if if there's a position out there um and you're halfway qualified i say go for it and see what happens because a lot of these positions um, I, I didn't know much about MROA at all. You know, mm -hmm. the doctor's like, oh, you're an MROA here. Here's a book. Right. <laughs> a book. Oh yeah. We've had that before. Um, you and I both <laughs> had that happen. Um, yeah. right. And, and you right. just, you just, so you just learn and you read and you study and you research and you ask questions and it, it's, it's all about it. So, and then I went into venture out on my own and then, you know, owning your business and working in business, everyone's going to say this is, is definitely a different beast. Mm -hmm. it, it's, it's different. Right. Um, you want, I wanted to work on my own to build a future for my family, to build a legacy, to, um, have my own hours. And, and sometimes I always felt like no one had the passion like me, but like me, you know, there's definitely people out there with a passion, um, but not working for corporate America. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, um, so now let's talk about, <clears throat> let's talk about where you are now, because I want to make sure that folks know, um, now they know who you are, where you are and, and what you're up to. Um, you have, you were up there, then you came down to Springs and Pueblo <laughs> for a bit, 
and then found yourself back in the Cheyenne, Wyoming area. And admittedly, um, you know, had to take on some different jobs um, for the for your day to day, you know, income, paycheck or whatever, because there was not a place up there that was hiring. But then your heart always returns to this. So now what are you doing right now? I am I own Yellow River Compliance Services. Um, in Cheyenne, <laughs> Cheyenne, Wyoming. In Cheyenne. Is, <clears throat> yep, is the home base. I have moved up here. Um, you know, we we were looking to to move um, primarily out of Pueblo. Uh -huh. um, we lived around Colorado. Colorado is a you know a different beast on its own too. And then Wyoming always has this place in my heart. Uh -huh. And um, so we came to Cheyenne. Um, I decided after I, I had to take on some jobs, so I worked in the law enforcement. And after doing that for a little bit, I knew that that wasn't the perfect place for me either. But learning so much, yeah, uh, learning that I-80 and I-25 were the corridor, you would think, you know, nice, sweet Cheyenne, Wyoming. But man, um, our law enforcement gets hit on a daily basis. They wow. are hit. that I-25, I-80, it's rough. Really? Um, coming up from Colorado, coming over from California on I-80, Utah, you get every, every person known and, um, it, it, it's harsh. It's harsh. Uh, you would just thinking of Cheyenne, you would think it's nice and sweet, but, um, <laughs> there's a lot of activity there really? after the law enforcement. Yes. And so I come from a trucking family. Mm -hmm. I come long line of a trucking family. Um, I'm pretty surprised that I don't, didn't truck myself. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, I hear you. But I took a, I took a different route. And for that, for that every day doing the drug and alcohol um, working the DOT lines every day, I pay homage to my, to my family, to, to the ones that left, to the ones that worked hard, to the, you know, to the ones that got out there mm -hmm. and missed their home for months, mm -hmm. right. you know? Yeah. So anytime I can help, um, a DOT driver, get on, um, help them stay legal. Mm -hmm. that, that's where my focus is now. Exactly. Exactly. Also, also the, what my focus is, is, um, you know, probation, parole. I want to help you. I, I'm not here I'm not here to hinder you. I'm right. here to help you. Right, right. Yeah, and you having that um, that bit of law enforcement background that, that came into your life over the last couple of years, that really opened up a whole new area. Um, so it did. <clears throat> and so being focused on compliance, like TPA work and, 
and, and helping folks manage that. Um, it's that seems to me, <clears throat> what is your true passion? Because I know you you dabble in a little of this and you dabble in a little of that as a lot of us do to kind of make ends meet until our, you know, drug testing business becomes fully functional and thriving and keeping us busy. Because you're starting from square one. I mean, you literally just started this yeah. from scratch. What was it even a year ago, maybe? Um yeah, come come August. Yep. August. It, it will be it will be a year for Yellow River. And um this year I would say has probably been um a rough year getting it going. Mm -hmm. Um who opens a business in COVID? Right. <laughs> I do. Hello. <laughs> um but a lot of people did. I mean, a lot of people came yeah. out of this industry. Yeah, a lot did. Um, and so you literally jumped right into Indesa, even with like committee work and became the state affiliate for Wyoming. Um, you helped us understand some legislation that was um, being considered up in Wyoming. I mean, you have jumped in with both feet as a member of this association, but also into your business, but also while you're, you're actually doing another day job to support yourself. So it's like, <laughs> you've got so much going on. I, I mean, I do. Yeah, I do. Total, total mad respect for that because it it is not easy. Um, but one of the things I wanted to ask you was, um, what do you? What is it that you think just keeps drawing you back to drug and alcohol testing? What is your big why? And you just said it a little bit, like you want to help people. Um, but can you? Can you take that down, boil it down a little bit more to what, why is it personal for you? Oh, um, you know, I, I guess I've been asked that a couple of times. Um, I, there's a couple things. Owning my business, um, that is a huge why. Owning my business to build and to leave a legacy for my family and my kid and 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 put a mark on this world like what we do mm -hmm. um that's a big why because it it shows it shows my daughter that she has to work hard right you know it has she she's gonna have to work hard in this world mm -hmm. um i'm yeah sure we all we all push everyone to go to college, but my daughter wants to, she wants to go to welding. Guess what? I'm all for that. Yeah, there's trade. I, I don't think we put enough passion or advertising or get the word out there that it's okay to have a trade. And um, my family grew up with a trade as, as a CDL holders and driving. Um, I have family that's that's welders and electricians and plumbers and pipe fitters and pipeliners, you know, in the pipe. I give mad respect for all of them. Now, don't get me wrong. If you went to college, hey, I'm I, I respect you, too, because um, it takes a it takes a very strong person to to go through that and to get out with a degree. But for the people that just want to get out and get a trade. Mm -hmm. 
they they need that. So for for a why is for my family to show them that we're gonna have to work. Mm-hmm. Nothing's handed to you in my life. Nothing's handed to you today. <clears throat> um, another why is I want to be open to help those people. Yes, there's other places. Um, there's lots of other places um, to go. But if they call me, if there's an accident mm-hmm. on I-80, which there is mm-hmm. daily, mm-hmm. Um, in the middle of a blizzard and no one can get there, guess what? Mm-hmm. I know I can. Yeah. I make a point to do that. Or if I'm the last resort, I can do that. Um, I had a guy call me. He was coming down from North Dakota, worked in the pipeline, had to come down here, says, I have to, I have to do sweat patches. I have to do a sweat patch because I'm on probation. That's how they did it up there. I don't know anything about sweat patches. (laughs) Um, So I researched and, um, honestly, he drives a truck. I go to him and do it. I meet him, you know, where it's, it's convenient for him to be. Right. Nowadays, it's not you guys come to me. I go to you. Mm -hmm. So my why is pretty built up. It, it, It streams from my family. I want, you know, make them proud, respectful. I have respect for the industry. And this is my give back. I was just going to say, it sounds to me like a lot of where you come from is, is giving back. Um, and really as almost like a, this might sound a little corny, but almost like a protector of the blue collar industry um, out of the respect and love for what they do in, in every day. <clears throat> and um, so I, I love that so much because um, everybody comes at it in a, in a different way. But um, I, I like your whole attitude about it because you really do. And, and I always see that in you too. Like you never, uh, to my knowledge, you don't say no. You're like, let's figure it out. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a fixer. I'm a fixer. And honestly, I'm, I'm all for the people in our industry, the drug and alcohol industry, um, the testing industry. Trust me, if I can't do it, I'm... I'm not too proud to tell him, Hey, right over here, here's the number. These guys will treat you great. That mm-hmm. one will treat you great. Here's one in Gillette. Go over here to, you know, Evanston. Go here. Yeah. It is exactly. not about everyone thinks, Oh, you know, they want to protect their company and only come to me and you don't need to know my secrets. Mm-hmm. I there's that's what's wrong. Yeah, exactly. So, if you're in it for the right reason, mm-hmm. sure. Then we Every, help support. Or sure we need to make some money, but I'm here totally. to support everyone. But if a person's coming to me and that means they need something. Right, right. 100%. <laughs> a company comes to me, they need me. They need this service. Yes. They need, it's a need. It is. Drug testing's not a want. Right. (laughs) (laughs) That's a really good point. I like you. I like you putting it in that context. Um, So uh, another question that I have is, can you pin down, and I don't, I don't know if this is easy or not, but can you pin down what is one of the most outrageous collections you've ever had? Um, Like the the experience that that you've ever had that just, 
because <laughs> we all say we could write a book of the nuttiest oh. What's the one that pops out to you the most? Uh, well, <laughs> back in the early 2000s, on, our, on my journey, um, me and my friend, we said, and, and, and we're going to trademark this, it is our quest for liquid gold. That is, <laughs> it's our quest for liquid gold. I, um, <laughs> That's cute. And I always think that I can probably do stand up for as much, for as much as I've seen. Um, it's so true. <laughs> I have so many. And we should, most we of could them do are, stand up, stand up Mike Knight at our conference. Right. We should. <laughs> um, most of them are pretty vulgar. Some of them are really sad too. You know, you, yeah. you know, okay. So the most extreme one, and I, I don't know pretty much I think your audience is pretty much the industry so uh, I'm gonna get a little graphic here mm -hmm. um and honestly this was I at the time was working for a corporate um corporate America doing drug testing in a medical hospital setting okay mm -hmm. so this um this group of people come in um with this girl and they tell me she needs to be drug tested. And I, you know, get all the ins and outs and figure it out. So I take her in, take her in. And <laughs> unfortunately, all the drug, all the people that come in for drug testing, they never want to see me because I'll, I'll, I'll close the door and be like, okay, what are you doing? What's mm -hmm. going on? Yeah. You know, oh, nothing, nothing. You nothing. know, I'm fine. Mm -hmm. Okay. So we go through the, take everything out of your pockets, blah, blah, blah. You know, she goes in there. Here's nothing. Oh, I can't go. I can't go. Mm, okay. So we do this whole shy bladder thing. Right. Mm -hmm. So she goes back in after, after the time says she goes. And so each time we go in because it, it happened more than once. Oh, I can go now. No, I can't. Oh, I can go now. No, I can't. Each time I get a little bit more truth truth out of her mm -hmm. and so the last time I was like okay straight up what is going on what is wrong I mean like I was like I'm not leaving I'm not leaving you're not leaving so I suggest you give me a sample what needs to happen for you to give me a sample she goes I'm so ashamed and I said I, trust me you can't tell me anything I don't already know that's right she goes, I have a bottle, I have a bottle stuck. Oh. What do you mean you have a bottle stuck? Oh my God. She goes, if you give me a minute to <laughs> unstick this bottle, <laughs> I, I'll give you a sample, I promise. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> So I gave her a little bit of privacy. I had her because she had to show me the bottle. I had her pull the bottle out. You know what I mean? Yes, ma'am. And oh, she no. goes, ma'am, I'll give you a sample. I said, was this that hard? Did you really have to go through that extreme? Right. For, for a, I, and, and I put it to her like this. 
for your jaw? I mean, like, honestly, couldn't you just have said, hey, I smoked. I, right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Give me a, give me a couple days. These people don't get it though. Right. Sometimes right. they don't get it. They have to have reality slap them in the face. So she yes. gave me a sample. OMG. Yeah. It was, <clears throat> I, I just, that one sticks in my head. <laughs> it stands out. It stands out. I got to tell you, out. there's times I think I've heard everything and I have not heard that one before. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, it, stand, it, it stands, it stands out. Or um, this was an early 2009, 10 up in North Dakota with the oil. Um, you know, Baker Hughes, they do hair test. They were doing hair testing. Mm -hmm. This guy's got a primo job. Like we're talking big bucks, you know, mega job comes in, no hair mm -hmm. anywhere, anywhere 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 <laughs> um and it was a hard hard thing to do but I had to tell him because his boss said turn him away tell him go grow some hair and come back <laughs> you know and so that's what has to happen yeah. <laughs> you know we are kind of the middleman for yeah. those companies and he's like and honestly Baker Hughes, Halliburton, all of them, I, I should be getting, I should be getting commission checks. They should be throwing me some money yeah, because I help their bottom line. Right. Oh, yeah. I know. Right. Well, <laughs> I help their, their, their safety, their safety bonuses, all those bonuses they, they, they got, they should have been throwing me some money, yeah. but um, I love those guys actually. One of the best conferences I've ever been to was, um, it was in Bismarck and it was the Western Oil Shell Conference. Gotcha. And it is one of the best ones. It goes back and forth. It goes, and I might not be saying the name of it right, but it was in Bismarck. I was two years in. It was amazing. Talked with all the big, big guys, talked to the small guys too. All the big guys were there. Mm -hmm. um got our name out it was That's we, we went up with a group of people it was called rock in the Bakken. um it goes from bismarck to regina canada oh, oh wow that's amazing. so it's canada u.s canada u.s back and forth every year and it was one of the most amazing conferences i've been to now coming up in Gillette here real soon, um, they're having the energy ex explosion in Gillette. And I have to say, I heard Odessa Midland, Odessa and Midland are rocking. They are kicking. Um, it's all about that Permanian um, aquifer down there or something. I don't know, something down there on the border of te Texas and New Mexico. So. I, I think it's coming back. It, it's happening, but that's the life you live. And so that's the excitement. I like, I like to that's, follow it. Yeah. <laughs> that's my game. <gig. laughs> it sounds to me like you got hooked and you're all in. And um, one of the things that I want to say about you, because we just have a couple more minutes is that I, I appreciate so much that um, you take that experience and you look at what would appeal to people in your community as far as 
getting them excited or on board about their drug testing program. And you bring those ideas to the um, marketing and communications committee and to the, uh, um, the affiliates committee or the affiliates group the team. And um, your creativity knows no bounds. I mean, you always come up with some of the coolest ideas. Um, so some of the promos and stuff that go out are a brainchild of, of brainstorming with you in those committees. And so um, I love your your passion and your creativity and we have a good time, um, you know, doing those things and and um, putting them together. I'm like sitting here, um, they're doing yard work in my front yard and I'm in the back office and I, I hope you cannot hear it through the speakers because it is so I, I can't, loud. <laughs> I can't. I'm but Joe, I want to, oh <laughs> I want to say thank you for that because, um, when I found you guys, um, it, it's a brush, a breath of fresh air. Let me just say that because it is, um, it's, it's great to, well, first I started getting my feet wet in the town hall. Right. Mm -hmm. And that was my first step. And then because not everyone can <laughs> likes to speak in front of a lot of people. Right, or, right. Or what, but I tried it. I'm not sure. But so town hall was the first step. You know, second step is getting on a couple of committees, you know, being the, a state affiliate. Um, and then everyone, everyone has ideas. And I, and I tell this to the other, other job that I do. I'm definitely a brainstormer there too. But I always say, okay, I have ideas. I'm going to warn you, they're not all good, but let's take the good ones and see where it goes. You know, just let's brainstorm. Like they're right. not all good. Right. Because in today's age, you, especially with employment, you have to get creative. When COVID came around, I said, it's not going to be a nine to five job anymore. You're not going to be able to go punch a clock and leave. Right. You have to get creative to, to pay your bills. Exactly. You have to find that niche that someone isn't doing and, and, and do it. Right. And whether it be drug testing on the fly, whether it be, you know, telling your companies you can go out and drug test um, there, whether it be saying, hey, I'll show up for every safety meeting you're there. Right. I'll be that person. Well, how much is that going to cost me? Nothing. Nothing. I'll be, exactly. I'll be there. You exactly. give me your business. I'll be there every single safety meeting that you're at for any questions. You have a question about your drug test. You have a question about, you know, you didn't pass or I smoked a month ago. I always right. get that. Yeah. You know, you'll be there for the questions. And or you become, you definitely become the expert for them in that regard and they need you and and then they um then they'll pick up the phone every time they have or need anything to reach out to you right 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 when I was um more out in the community in Colorado I used to get calls a lot but they used to just call me and say hey Sam um I gotta tell you what I know about my one of my drivers mm -hmm. what do I do what do I do? What do I do? What do I do? What do I do? Yeah. 
Um, you know, I love that so much. And thank you for being the, the expert in your area and in your region. If, whenever I get anybody calling me and they do call saying, I need someone in the Cheyenne area. I need someone up in Wyoming. Do you have anybody do it? You're my go-to um, at, at this moment in your, in your whole region, um, because I know that I can trust that you know exactly what you're doing. And so thank you for your work. Thank you so much. And thank you for taking the time to be interviewed today and just to share a little bit uh, uh, with us because there's always something that we can learn from everything that everybody says and does. So um, absolutely still learning. Yeah. As are we all still learning, still learning. And that's why I have you guys in my back pocket because right. there's so much more, more to learn and right, right. so much people don't people don't realize is yeah. what's going on so yes so thank true. you no thank you for being being a part of thank you for being a part of my everyday yeah absolutely uh, it's it I'm so glad that it's brought us back together in our relationship because we uh, we didn't get to intersect for several years in there and now it's just so fun to get to um, interact with you again and and I love it so thank you so much and uh, I appreciate your time. And to our listeners, uh, hope you've enjoyed this interview. If you want to be interviewed uh, at some point, uh, email me at joemcguire at invasive.com. Don't forget to like and subscribe to our podcast. And uh, we'll catch you next week. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Indesa Members Memo. Subscribe to hear all of our podcasts. And join Indesa to access all of our professional industry resources. Visit us at ndasa.com.